welcome to More Than Myths. I hear you. When in doubt, reboot. When in doubt, reboot. Say something again just to make sure. Hello. Are your ears broke? No, they're so happy. Oh, good. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. I was like, I was going to have a meltdown. Uh, yeah, and I'm actually surprised you didn't have a meltdown. Yeah, it was not, it was not my finest moment. Oh, I thought you handled yourself very <laughs> well. <laughs> you handled yourself very well. Thank you. Hello, curious friends, and welcome to another week of more than myths and today we are going to be talking about our mistakes part six part six we realized well we knew let's let's be honest <laughs> we knew we were really behind on mistakes and decided that we really needed to just actually get it done uh but with summer schedules being the way they are and mm. all the craziness happening in everybody's lives. Producing two episodes at once is next to impossible right now. So this is your episode this week. Yay. Welcome. Yay. What you said. 100%. Life 100%. is bananas. Bananas. It so if you're crazy. super upset and super disappointed and <laughs> we're sorry. Kind of. We're sorry. But we, but have we have things we have details. to cover. We got some. We got some cool stuff. I mean, I we got some cool stuff to tell you. So just yeah, we you do know, actually. Hang in I've, there. I've got lots of nice little tidbits. We're oh. covering almost ten episodes. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a bit be a wild ride. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. What are you drinking? I am drinking a Bud Light Seltzer, cranberry flavored. Huh. Five percent alcohol. Is it good? It's, it's fine. Bud Light. It's huh. Bud Light's brand, so they can sell seltzer to us. Interesting. You know, sure. Millennials. Gotcha. I gotcha. What are you drinking? A mango, truly. It's delicious. Uh, excellent. Five percent alcohol. Also, oh, we're speaking, the same drunk. Speaking. <laughs> Speaking of the same drunk, let's uh <laughs> let's go over our sipping game. <gasps> yes. The oh. sipping game that we've referenced many many a time that we never actually explained. <laughs> <laughs> On to the more than myths sipping game. Woohoo! Woohoo. So it, it applies to water. Yep. Iced coffee, cocktails, tea, beverage of choice, whatever you are. I almost. What did you almost say there? Lubricating yourself with, but that's not. Whoa! <laughs> Hydrating. <laughs> Hydrating. Wrong word. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Lubric Hydrating. <laughs> uh, it's been a long day. Lubricating your insides. <laughs> Oh, this is my life. 
okay i can't see anything right lately oh. so <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny so the yes. first rule of the sipping game is that you have to take a sip while you're listening so you need to start with a beverage of your choice or lubrication mm. of your choice and <laughs> and sip anytime <laughs> any of these rules are um broken followed applied applied sure all right so the first one is anytime corinne or i reference a movie or we quote a line from a movie and usually we'll tell you if we quote it yeah yeah and you'll know you'll you'll maybe know. hopefully i mean if they're if our curious friends are as obscure as us or know as much about emperor's new groove as we do <laughs> then They'll be, you'll yeah. be fine you'll be fine uh the next rule is if we fangirl about mm -hmm. a show or book we are currently reading and or watching yes watching or reading there we go which you'll also probably know absolutely uh the next one is anytime there is accidental it's probably not accidental because i love <laughs> some good asmr <laughs> But usually accidental. Yeah, usually sometimes if I, you know, I don't know, open something or move something around or click together the coins that I have on my desk. Yeah, or bump our microphone or oh, yeah. burp. Accidentally, excuse us, please. We have yes. terrible manners. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> um, and then any time that we say we will need to add that to mistakes. This should get you nice and toasted. Or really well hydrated. Or really over-caffeinated. <laughs> but definitely <laughs> lubricated. Oh, my God. I'm never going to live that one down. Nope. I'm <laughs> going to change our rules on Instagram. Um, if you... <laughs> I'm... Excellent. It's, it's happening. <laughs> I'm glad that that made you happy. Cause... Oh, my God. That just brought me so much joy. I'm pretty sure you could have cooked a cookie on my face. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> anyway, you can find the rules on Instagram. We posted them a couple of weeks ago, but depending on when you're listening to this, you might have to scroll back mm. a bit. Yeah, and but, we'll tell you sip. But we'll, yeah, when we'll we say to. sip randomly, you guys now know what we're talking about. What we're talking officially. about. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, enjoy the game. Yeah, enjoy it. Anyway, how are you? What are you doing? How are you? Are you watching anything good? Are you reading anything delicious? Because I haven't read a fucking thing. So, oh, girl, I seriously, <laughs> it's been a month. Nothing really changed, but I've been extremely busy and I haven't had yeah. any fun. <laughs> no, it's been like real life adulting. So much adulting. <sighs> yeah, agreed. Um, agreed. I finished Under the Banner of Heaven, which is a wild many series on hulu mm -hmm. super dark yeah i had some weird dreams for a few days too yeah i definitely had nightmares it was um for anybody who doesn't know about it it's about a murder that happened in utah in the 80s and but it's all around like the lds mormon church kind of yeah like everybody involved mm -hmm. it's, and ugh. Yeah, it's definitely yikes. It's very interesting. Um, and I do like it because I mean, I come from I was raised LBS. Yeah. And so watching it 
from an insider and an outside perspective was very interesting because I know a lot of I know a lot about it. Yeah. And so watching it from a different perspective was interesting. My husband was asking me questions and we'd have to pause and I would like explain things to him. And yeah. he was like, wait, pause it because you had this reaction and I don't know what's going on. I was like, it's fine. Like, it's just <laughs> let's dive into this. Just, yeah. Anyway. I would love to watch it. I would love to watch it with like you or Shayla or even mm. like my stepmom was LDS, you know, mm-hmm. even my mom grew up LDS. So it's like, yeah. I would love to watch that show with somebody who's LDS or who grew up in that community because yeah, there were moments that I was aghast. Sure. Um, there are some, yeah, there's just some moments for sure. It's, yeah. It's definitely an interesting, it's a good show. Don't get me wrong. It's very, it is I good, like but... that they didn't spend so much time on the murder, too. No. No, and I feel like it was an un... kind of an unbiased. Like, it didn't really take a side. It just showed this is what it is. This is, yeah. you know. Right. It wasn't... Well, and, you know, I, I was reading something about it later that people are, like, kind of offended because it's giving the LDS church a bad name and all this stuff. And I was like, if somebody made a true crime documentary or show on – Westboro Baptists. Right. You know, that's like the most extreme and mm-hmm. awful of the Christians, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. This is definitely I you should understand it is one of the most extreme versions yeah. of that, right? right? So sure. I liked that you got to see a lot of different perspectives on it. Too. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Like her dad. Mm. Yeah. Right. Right. He's just a to me. He was just a normal, chill, like guy. Like yeah, you know, like it's okay. It, it was really interesting the part where he was like, "It's okay if you eat chocolate." Yeah, we always said chocolate. Like that. There's there's definitely different, you know, degrees of following what you believe is right. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, it's interesting showing the different. Sites, the different, yeah, it was, yeah, it was super interesting. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And really, I, yeah, as I said, like true crime is so big out there in the world, and mm-hmm. you just have to remember that somebody died for your, yeah, that was the person for your like story, yeah, right, yeah. So I liked that it wasn't a lot of that. Agreed. You know? Yeah. It focused more on the people. Yeah. It focused mm-hmm. more on, like, what led to the events than the yeah. awful murder. You yeah. Know? Agreed. Because it was – it's pretty horrific. Yeah. that Yeah. Trigger warning, guys. I didn't yeah. know what it was about at all. And it's, like, no. the first 10 minutes are just, like, Ugh. It's pretty horrific. It's yeah. pretty horrific. But Andrew, Andrew Garfield is so good in that show. Yeah. Agreed. I was like, I just want a really good job. I just want to hug you. <laughs> yeah, it must have been a hard role to take on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. you guys should be good and fucking drunk at this point. Yeah, you we should. definitely fangirled a lot about that. A good minute. Anyway, and then reading. What are you reading? Um, I am reading. I am reading The Starless Crown by James Rollins, but I'm not really reading it. I'm only 46 pages in, so I have no fucking idea what's going on. I don't know who all the characters are yet. Yeah. 
yeah so um let's see watching mm-hmm. mm, watching we've been watching okay i love tv but it has to be good tv yeah yeah so we finished the righteous gemstones good excellent so good um and we're now watching raised by wolves on hbo oh okay have you watched it at all no i see i've seen you know like walked by the tv when josh was watching it but sure haven't watched so the lady android i was gonna call her robot she's not are robots and androids the same thing don't know we'll have to add that to our mistakes yeah we will sip so she's a she's an android but she is like the most badass android i've ever seen in my whole entire life like she's she's amazing she's amazing anyway that's what i'm watching reading not so much reading not so much watching a little bit lifing a lot of it got it trying uh, we saw Jurassic Park Road Domination. Ah! Okay. Or Dominion. Is it Dominion or it's Domination? Dominion. Dominion. It's Dominion. Yeah. <gasps> so, okay. I'm a big Jurassic Park nerd. Hardcore. I love all of it. All yeah. of it. I've seen the original Jurassic Park probably more than 30 times. Yeah. That's not an exaggeration. I'm not exaggerating. No. No. And Chris got tickets in they're called it was called 40x yeah so it's four seats and they move they move up and down and you've seen it in the trailer when he's riding the horse we were like galloping in our seats and then there would be parts where it started to snow in the fucking theater (gasps) there would like be i had to turn the, the air off and the water because it kept like hitting in the back of my head. <gasps> oh no. But it would make like smells like when you would see dinosaurs or whatever. Sometimes it would be like kind of a nasty, musty smell, or like there's a part where they're in a rainforest and it was kind of like this moist, like green smell. I was like, this is too much. I'm having sensory overload. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It sounds it like good. so much fun. It but was for two great. and a half hours of it could be a lot. My bones were sore. <laughs> From all of the jouncing and yeah, it was fun. It was, but... it was a top Jurassic Park movie. Oh, for sure, I loved it. it. Was I thought it was great, very fun. Yeah, nothing will ever be the ride. original, but it no, was a wild no. ride. No, no, but, but I loved how everything together. tied together. Everything mm-hmm. just worked. It was yeah. great. Yeah, ah. you guys are probably good and drunk. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Where did we leave off with our last mistakes? Because I don't know. Um, it was back. Our last mistakes episode was on March 27th. We are recording this in June. Wow. <laughs> so it's been a minute. Um, Love you. The last the episode I'm starting with is mm. episode 29. Okay. That's what I thought. So that topic was love at first sight. 
Mm. Um, I also have my stuff, so I don't know what your topic was on that one. Um, it was the beginning of uh, Betty and Barney Hill. Ah, yes. Okay. Yep. So I have some stuff too. Cool. So the first question that I asked and didn't have an answer to in this one was it was in reference to Midsummer Night's Dream because mm-hmm. Titania falls in love with a character and I didn't remember A, how that happened and B, who she fell in love with. So Titania fell in love with um, a character called Nick Bottom who's actually just a random guy. And I think oh, okay. in the in the movie from the early 2000s, late 90s, he, he was an actor. Mm. So he's okay. just a nobody. He's really. just a guy. He's just a guy. Um, but at that point in time, he actually has an ass's head. Oh. Because one of the fairies, Puck, thought he was an ass and that an ass's <laughs> head better suited him than his own head. Gotcha. So Titania fell in love with a half man, half ass. Or a half ass. <laughs> Not the full ass. <laughs> Not a whole ass. A half ass. A half um, And what was put in her eyes was the juice of a flower. And Oberon, who's the king of the fairies, they're like feuding for some reason. I forget why they're feuding. Um, but really, they're in love. Mm. Like, okay. But they're just in a fight. And so yeah. Oberon places the juice in her eyes to play a trick on her so she will fall in love with the first person she or creature she sees they kind of work out that Nick Bottom will be there with an ass's head. Mm. Ha, 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 ha. But it so only funny. lasts a day and she ends up kicking him out and she's like, who the fuck are you? Get out of here. <laughs> so it's not true love. And Nick is very um, sad by that. So oh, anyway, gotcha. there's a little Midsummer Night's Dream for you. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. Was that all you had? Yep. Okay. I have a bit of stuff for this one. Um... So the first one was, what is the real word for re-amnesia-fied? <laughs> Excellent. It's just re-induced amnesia. Ah, there we go. Hey, yep. At least it's, yeah. you know, <laughs> I sounds think better. what we went with was better. Yeah. But, you know, personal preferences. Yeah, it's fine. Um, the next one was, what does Kathy, which is Betty's niece, um, what does she do in real life? So her name is Kathleen Martin. She's actually a well-known UFO abduction researcher, author, and lecturer with 23 years of experience in the field. Um, She has published nine books total. All of them are about aliens and abductions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, her bestseller is Captured, the Betty and Barney Hill UFO experience that I used as the main reference for this episode. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if... This was part of this one, but it was, what does a car needing to be greased mean? Yeah. I think it was part of this one. Yeah. Um, It's basically just the application of grease to moving car parts to help minimize the squeaks and groans because cars back then were a lot heavier. They were made of totally different components. So they would like the suspension would get greased, like your lift gates, all sorts of stuff. But it actually changed in the 1980s um, because automakers thought that the quality of the grease had improved so it would last the lifetime of the car but even now like i have a squeaky door like it groans when i open an eye right. door so <laughs> who knows yes. who knows but yeah that's all it means okay cool. yeah all right 
Is that what you have for that episode? That's it. Yeah. The next one, um, because we did a Norris Corner bloopers. This was during our absolutely we got real sick phase. Oh, yeah. Where we both were dying. Not dying. Yeah. That's too Not dramatic. dying. That was too dramatic. But we were very sick. <laughs> we were very sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I think it was 32 that we were in an abduction part two. Yeah. So that one, I've got the weaver where we talked about arachne. Um, I was not sure how many people actually are afraid of spiders. So one study said that out of 118 people, 75% of the people said they were. Ugh, that's a lot. Yeah. However, it there's also been a link to like European uh, peoples mm -hmm. being more afraid of spiders than other areas of the world because mm. something to do with some spiders were poisonous and carried diseases and so that fear was oh. like re-perpetuated oh, and sure. out of like 40,000 species of spiders there's only like a small percentage of that is actually poisonous or oh, a reason okay. for you to be afraid Gotcha. So it was just this kind of thing that's been perpetuated. And so um, there's actually something else called spider trauma. Ooh. And what this is actually a psycho, like um, a learned trauma. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when you're a kid and mm -hmm. you see a grown person scream mm. at a spider or, mm -hmm. and this can happen with any fear you see a grown person react in a way that is fearful, mm -hmm. you learn that that is something to be afraid of. Yeah. So grandma used to scream at spiders. <laughs> yeah. So her son watched her do that, learned how to do yeah. it. And then he does it in front of his kids. They do it in front of their kids and so on and so on. You're teaching yeah. this learned behavior of fear. Right. That's why a lot of like, you know, you have people that are like, oh, yeah, we're afraid of this thing. My grandma did it. I did it. You know, and so it's like, oh, yeah, but that's because that's literally what you were exposed to. Right. So it's just a trained fear. And so, um, yeah. Interesting. It, for the article I read, it was mostly European countries. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So that's what I have about arachne. Or that was a okay. question I had written down for Arachne. Gotcha. Um, so an abductions continuing Betty and Bernie Hill. Um, one of the question was, when did Marjorie Fish die? Mm -hmm. um, she passed away on April 8th, uh, 2013. Mm. Um, the next question was, when did Betty die? Because I didn't know. It doesn't actually have it listed in here. Um, she died on October 17th, 2004. Okay. Um, and there was, I wanted to tell you about this, but it was too long. Like the episode was just out of control. Oh, yeah. This was something that happened to her like shortly before she died. That was wild. Okay. Okay. So um, she died 2004. So probably in or maybe the 2000s. Um, it says at the turn of the century, Betty's health began to decline again, and she underwent surgery for a second cancerous tumor unrelated to the first. Um, she smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. Um, yeah. 
Yep. Um, by the time her lung cancer was, was diagnosed, her prognosis was poor. She endured chemotherapy, radiation, briefly earning a remission status, but the malignancy was tenacious. By early 2004, it had metastasized to her brain and adrenals, generating a rapid decline in her condition. Although Betty insisted that she had been abducted only once and a deathbed visit was unlikely, a bizarre occurrence seemed to have transpired in mid-June. Uh, Betty's daughter reported that Betty had retired on the living room sofa, the only comfortable location, considering the fact that she had sustained a fracture to her upper humerus and a hairline fracture of her right wrist that afternoon. Um, she was not able to recline without enduring excruciating pain from her cancerous tumor, so she slept in an up. Un Sorry. Um, she slept in an upright position. Her daughter, an extremely light sleeper who normally awoke whenever she heard Betty stir, didn't didn't wake up that night. Um, so her daughter slept soundly throughout the night, rising one and a half hours later than usual. Um, the first thing she noticed when she checked on Betty was the absence of her splint and sling. <gasps> the previous night, the splint held in place by an ace bandage had been tightly wrapped around Betty's forearm and hand. Now they were neatly placed on a chair 10 feet away from Betty's position on the sofa, an impossible task for Betty to have accomplished. The ace bandage was still intact around the splint as it would have been removed from Betty's arm without being unwrapped. <gasps> the sling was neatly folded and placed on top of the splint. What? Yeah. yeah. No. <gasps> okay. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, so at this point in her progression of what she was going through, she was paraplegic mm -hmm. um, with addition of paralysis in her right arm. So it would have been physically impossible for her to get up, do that and remove this stuff. Yeah. So perplexed, Betty's daughter went about her morning routine of opening windows and unlocking doors. She was astonished to discover that the rear door, which she had deadbolted the previous evening, stood wide open. No. She was certain that she had closed and locked it. Then she noticed that the bolt was protruding from the door in a locked position. <gasps> could Betty have accomplished an impossible task in her sleep? Or could her daughter, who had never before sleepwalk, have carried out these uncanny circumstances? But there was more. No. Betty's constant feline companion, the giver and taker of unbridled affection, suddenly feared Betty. She seemed unusually timid and skirted the perimeter of the living room, suspic suspiciously eyeing Betty as she passed to her food bowl. The remainder of her day was spent in hiding, and this lasted for nine days. No. Black. Black. I, th I thought we were done with these. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I had to tell you. <laughs> I had to tell you. I know. Isn't that wild? I hate it. It's crazy. How did Still that happen? Hate it. What? I mean, what? Ha yeah. I'd love to know what really happened. No, I'm just, have you seen the, not the fourth kind? What's the one? But yes, I have seen that one. Oh, and it's That's the worst scare. I fucking hate visually, you still. Visually. I that hate you <laughs> still. <laughs> Was it you that I yes. that it was real? It was me. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm sleeping with you and Christopher tonight, right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. And that would have been I was, fine. You, you were going to make me sleep in the living room with Josh, which is fine. But I was like, <laughs> I'm not sleeping in the open. No. 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 Oh, I. Mm. It's an upsetting movie for I sure. Visually. For that. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> 
So maybe now we're really done. But what's with- that other one? I'm trying to think of that other really scary alien movie where they are they like they're shadows and they stand over the bed at night. Mm, I don't Have you know. Seen that? Mm-mm. I mean, probably. Ugh. I do enjoy a good alien. I movie. feel like you made me watch that one too. Thing E T U E T. I love that Lilo and Stitch is on this list. <laughs> <laughs> Was it signs? No, it's not signs because that one Media. there's I have other I have other problems with. Was it dark skies? Maybe dark skies. The gray monsters. Oh, was it Cloverfield? No, I fucking because Cloverfield. Cloverfield I got sick. I, get I love that sick movie. So easy. No, it's not on here. I don't remember what it was. I'll have well, to if you find, find it. it and bring yeah. it later. Yeah. Um, um, so that was that one. Cool. Um, next was thirty four. Because yep. we didn't have anything for 33. I didn't so have 30... anything for 33. Okay. So 34 was the tower and star people. Yeah. So mm. I have a couple of notes on this one. Actually, just two. Uh, Plato actually wrote about Atlantis. Mm-hmm. So just fun fact. Yeah. And I said telekinetic. Yeah. No, I said yeah, I said telekinetic, but I meant telepathic. So telekinetic means you can move thing with your move things with your minds. Oh yeah. Um, telepathic is actually conversing with your mind. So oh, gotcha. I meant telepathic, not telekinetic. Okay, that um, is all. Gotcha. So I didn't know if this was my question or your question, and I answered the Plato wrote about Atlantis. Oh, cool. <laughs> And I have some stuff if you want to oh, hear about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, go for yeah? it. Yeah, okay. Um, so he wrote the story about Atlantis around 36, or I'm sorry, 360 BCE. 360? <laughs> yeah, 360 BCE. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it was in two Soc- Soc- Socratic dialogues called Timius, and that's not correct, it's auto-corrected this to critics. I know that's not right. Critias? C-R-I-T-I-A-S? So these were actually written as a festival speech to be told on the day of the uh, man, there's a lot of words in here that I don't know how to pronounce. Panathenian. The day of the Panathenian in honor of the goddess Athena. Uh Um, So they describe the meeting of men who had met the previous day to hear Socrates describe the ideal state. Okay. So according to the dialogue, Socrates asked three men to meet him on this day. Timaeus of Locri, um, Hermocrates of Syracuse, and critics. That's still not right. This other guy of Athens. So Socrates asks the men to tell him stories about how ancient Athens interacted with other states. So the first to speak was Critias, maybe that's what we'll call him, who told how his grandfather had met with an Athenian poet and lawgiver, Salon, one of the seven sages. Salon had been to Egypt, where priests had compared Egypt and Athens and talked about the gods and legends of both lands. One such Egyptian story was about Atlantis. I had no fucking idea. What? Yeah. So according to the Egyptians, or rather what Plato described this guy telling him, was that his grandfather was told by Salon, who heard it from the Egyptians, once upon a time there was a mighty power based on an island in the Atlantic Ocean. 
this empire was called Atlantis, and it ruled over several other islands and parts of the continents of Africa and Europe. <gasps> Atlantis, <clears throat> Atlantis was arranged in concentric circles of alternating water and soil. The soil was rich. Um, the engineers technically accomplished the architecture extravagant. Okay, hang on. Let me find this freaking thing. My autocorrect because I was typing and looking. <laughs> it autocorrected it incorrectly. It's not right. right. It's not right. Um, so Atlantis was arranged in concentric rings of alternating water and land. The soil was rich. The engineers technically accomplished um, the architecture extravagant with baths, harbor installations, and barracks. The central plain outside the city had canals and a magnificent irrigation system. Atlantis had kings and a civil administration, as well as an organized military. Their rituals matched Athens for bull baiting, sacrifice, and prayer. But then it waged an unprovoked imperialistic war on the remainder of Asia and Europe. When Atlantis attacked, Athens showed its excellence as the leader of the Greeks, the much smaller city-state, the only power to stand, stand against Atlantis. Alone, Athens triumphed over the invading Atlantean force, defeating the enemy, preventing the free from being enslaved and freeing those who had been enslaved. After the battle, there were violent earthquakes and floods, and Atlantis sank into the sea, and all the um, Athenian warriors were swallowed up by the earth. So he talks about how it's actually just a parable. Like Plato's myth of these two cities, which compete with each other, mm -hmm. not on any legal grounds, but rather cultural and political confrontations and ultimately war. So it's just a parable that he's trying to tell them to try to get them to like make this like perfect city state. So Atlantis isn't a real place, supposedly. Right. But it's sunk into the ocean and mm -hmm. it was told from this Egyptian guy. Interesting. I had no idea. Well, I had no idea that I thought it was like, you know. I don't know. Not that. Right? Anyway. All right. More on that anyway. later. Yeah. My interest has peaked. Yeah. Did you have anything else for 34? Negative. Negative. Okay. Episode 35, The Seaborns, where we talked about mermaids. Um, I wasn't sure my source, Dr. Ari Burke, I wasn't sure of uh, his qualifications, so I wanted to just share that he mm. holds a degree in ancient history a bachelor's in ancient history uh, master's in american indian studies and comparative literature and culture he has a phd oh okay so very gotcha. you know yeah knowledgeable he knows um and also <laughs> i mispronounce phoenicians <laughs> okay I don't know how it? I said it, but now that I know how to say it, I feel really dumb. Um, no, so don't. This one, no, I'll tell you why I feel really dumb because Uncle Brandon sent me a video or a voice clip, like soundbite. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, hey, it's <laughs> Phoenicians, like the word phonetic, <laughs> like the irony of me yeah. saying Phoenicians <laughs> wrong." When you would sound it out <laughs> phonetically, I was just like, uh-huh. Yep. Cool. Yep. Got great, it. Thanks. I thumbs that, up. Just a thumbs up. That's <laughs> I'm not missing that. Thanks. I got you. <laughs> I understand. Oh so anyway, God. it was pretty funny, but also oh, embarrassing. Ah. <laughs> it's a lot of hard it's words. Fine. Yeah. So Phoenicians. That's fine. Also uh, have myths about swimming mer people. Oh, you have more stuff? No, that's it. Oh, I see. 
Um, one of the questions was, uh, how big is a Quetzalbird? Oh, yeah. I looked it up and it says they're described as a medium-sized bird. I was like, are you fucking Great. kidding me? What the fuck that is a medium-sized me bird? Like a crow? So, yeah. Well, so there, I looked it up more. Okay. I dug a little deeper. Um, they're about 13 to 16 inches long. But there are species that we talked about that have very long tail feathers, which are about a meter long. Um, okay. So for comparison, like a morning dove, like, you know, the doves that we see around, mm -hmm. um, they're probably on, those are probably maybe just a little bit smaller on par with like a pigeon. Yeah. Um, that's about 12 inches long from bill tip to tail tip. Yeah. So they're a little bit bigger than that. So smaller than a crow, but bigger than a dove. Okay. Good comparison. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, 36, episode 36 was the continuation of the Pupilvu and brownies you can't eat. Yeah. Um, I asked if there are brownie communities or I wasn't sure. You asked about brownie communities. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't sure. And so I looked it up and it said, most other fairies do live in large communities. However, gotcha. brownie, brownies are generally pretty solitary. Oh, okay. So they, right. they usually don't live with other brownies. They're they just want to do their things, get fed, and not be bothered. Gotcha. Solitary brownies. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> lonely brownies. Lonely, lonely brownies. That's okay. They can come move in with me. I yeah. Mind. All the brownies are welcome. Yeah, they are. Um, one of the questions was, what is quicklime? Yeah. I'm going to give you the scientific answer because I don't fucking know still. <laughs> you're like i know I it but i don't, I don't know, know. Right. um here's the scientific answer <sighs> it is a white caustic alkaline substance consisting of <laughs> calcium oxide which is obtained by heating limestone and which combined and when combined with water with the production of much heat it is used in the production of iron and steel, paper and pulp productions, treatment of water and flue gases, and in the mining industry. So because of vigorous reaction of quicklime with water, quicklime causes severe irritation when inhaled or placed in contact with moist skin or eyes. So your body is full of water. You're like, what, yeah. something percent water. So when water and quicklime mix, it makes it like crazy hot. It's like 302 degrees Fahrenheit. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, that's why it's used to make steel. So this god ate chicken quicklime. <laughs> oh, no. And, like, it probably just sucked cooked the life him. out. Like, yeah, cooked him from the inside out. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's 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 uh, that's quicklime. Oh, thank you so much for Blech. clarifying that. Yeah, gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, next I have episode 37, Apple of Your Eye. Okay. Um, I have some clarifications about Troy. Mm, okay. Just I don't want to go too much into it because we're going to cover it, but this is more about Paris than Troy. Yes, we are. So Paris wouldn't have known what Helen looked like because he had never left his village on the hillside or on the mm, mountainside. Yeah. So he wouldn't actually know that. He was actually forbidden by his adoptive father to go to the city, you know, for fear that he would get recognized or, right. you know. Yeah. He could get in trouble because he didn't kill him kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so the only thing that really could have happened is Aphrodite could have promised him the most beautiful bride. Mm. Or she could have put a vision of the most beautiful bride in his head. You know, so like gotcha. just kind of going off of the 
goddess of love being like, I will mm. give you the most beautiful bride. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, gotcha. The other thing is that he only went to the city to win his prize bull back. So it had been taken for these games, these Trojan games. Oh, um, right. And he wanted to win his bull back. And so it wasn't just the princes who competed in this competition. It was all Trojans were oh, okay. allowed to enter. However, yeah. the princes generally won. So when he beat oh. all of his brothers, gotcha. that's when King Priam knew something was up. And that's yeah. how they figured out he was a prince. Because what's his what? What's his oldest brother's name? Oh, Hector. Yeah, yes. That's yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Which I'm like, oh. Paris beat Hector? Right. Nobody can beat Hector. It makes me wonder. I I mean, we'll get He's into it. Hector. Makes me we will get into if, it. Yes. I wonder if he was even at was he competing? Maybe he wasn't there. Maybe he was just Maybe watching. He wasn't, yeah. He's Maybe like, he I'm too participate. old for this shit. Yeah, right. I'm too cool. Me and my like, beautiful I need wife to, are sitting. Yeah. <laughs> I have, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Many questions. More questions. Uh, more questions. Uh, there <laughs> is also a Norse myth about an apple that I didn't talk about. Um, oh. And that is called Ethan. Okay. There we go. Yeah. So, or it's like the myth of Ethan. And I was like, Hmm, that sounds a lot like Eden. Yeah, it does. So <laughs> um, that story is from, I actually watched a TikTok on it the other day and it's a lot. Interesting. Like the biblical. Garden of too. Eden. Yeah. Interesting. So that's what I have for apple of your eye. And we All also, right. we also answered um, why does snow and red is blood in the fairy tale episode. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, same goes for snow white in that. Red yeah. as blood means beauty. Mm-hmm. Snow or white as snow means um, purity or, you know, kindness. Innocence. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Did you have anything for 38? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And this is the pointy resting place. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have one thing to clarify here. <laughs> I said, if you believe in evolution... Oh boy. <laughs> and I would like to make it very clear that I do believe that evolution is a fact. Yes. And not just an if. Sure. I mean, there are those out there, which that's which is why I said it. I right. was giving some people out in the world. Sure. Right. That, if you don't believe in that, that is up to you. It's your business. For us on this podcast, we believe in evolution. <laughs> we believe in evolution and we believe Quite that the dinosaurs <laughs> were not around 8,000 years ago. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like the people who are here know this about us. It's yes. not a surprise. So anyway, no. I just wanted to make that very clear. <laughs> um, also, Pharaoh is actually – the title of Pharaoh is actually you're a god. You're considered a god. So yeah, um, I said they were below – like the next level below. Oh, gotcha. mm-hmm. um, but that's not true. They were yeah. seen as gods. Yeah. Um, uh, there are definitely small passages that let out of the Egyptian pyramids, mm-hmm. um, but their intention isn't clear. So historians and archaeologists have have only guesses what they're for. Sure. Yeah. Um, I also pronounced Snefru wrong. I don't remember how I said it, but it's Snefru, not Snefaru, I think is how I said it. Anyway, sorry about that. No, if I – I feel like I might have talked – I can't remember if I talked to you about this on the phone 
or <laughs> on an episode. So if I'm saying it again, I'm saying it again. Um, the blocks were hauled by man and oxen. Yeah. Um, and they didn't use wheels because wheels didn't work in the sand. Well, that makes sense. It, it was too heavy. They would yeah, have just makes sunk. Sense. So right. they used sleds and sand. Yeah. Or and yeah. Uh, water and sand. Makes sense. Slide. But they did have oxen. That so is it wasn't crazy. just being Man. Um, Aztec is not the correct term. Mm. It's um like it's the term that we use for the area. Mm-hmm. But the people who actually lived in Teotihuacan were called themselves the Mexica. Oh, okay. So all right. Good to FYI. know. Yeah. Good to know. That's what I have. Awesome. I don't have I anything for the last two episodes. No. Mm-mm. Haven't heard. I haven't heard anything back on any of those. <laughs> Good. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thanks for listening, you guys. We told you we yes. had a big episode for you today, and yeah, um, yeah, we appreciate you being here as always. Remember, new episodes are every Sunday. Check us out on all of our social media platforms for content and fun and videos and books and all the good things that we like to talk about on and off the show. Mm. Um, If you are an avid listener and you would love to help us out, you can become a sponsor on the podcast. You can, or a subscriber is really the term. You can find our subscription link um, on Spotify or in our link tree on Instagram. Uh, You can contribute as little to a dollar. Um, but anything you guys can do helps. And if showing up every week is what you can do, we love you. Thank you for being here. We love you so much. Uh, if you have a minute and wherever you podcast, if you can just follow us, if you have a couple minutes, if you can just leave us a review, gives a little pod, a little bump, we would really appreciate it. It just helps us find more people. We just want to gather and hoard like Smaug, curious friends, All but of them. not evil, like kind, kind, like good. a kind good. hoarding, like a kind hoarding, <laughs> not a scary hoarding. <laughs> <laughs> As always, if you love us, tell your friends, tell your family and tell your nerds, tell every nerd, you know, until next time, stay curious. Bye. Bye.